0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with...
2: I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and... And, yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm the creator of the, and um, of this beautiful uh, show, Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, Um the visionary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look, I've been told I gotta put myself out there, so I will. Yes. You know, and give thanks. And give thanks for that peace and blessings, my queen. How are you tonight?
1: Peace and blessings, queen. And also, I just wanted to add to the title of the lovely Zelana, author as well. So, um, yes, we're gonna Thank we're gonna queen. go ahead and and add that. <laughs> Thank
2: you so much.
1: <laughs> Yes, I haven't used yes. to
2: that. You know, that's like a whole other name or a whole other title. I gotta get uh, get used to um, expressing myself. In. Well, so thank you for the
1: reminder. <laughs> well, you know what? The good thing is that you got a bunch of sisters that got your back that are gonna help you with that. Yes. So, <laughs> that. we are definitely yes, we got your back and we support you in the efforts and, um, and yeah, and I, I look forward to you sharing this but before we we get into what you're going to be sharing with us this evening Hi. Um, family, again, I want to say welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition It is uh, yet another Friday evening And you are here with me, Vani and V. And before we get started, um, for those that are new to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition We start off with a disclaimer Just letting you know this, just reiterating that I am a sexual wellness coach And Z is an author, our love and sex enthusiast and she's just amazing. <laughs> but we say that just to say that, um, you know, just to clarify that we are not MDs. Uh, we're not medical professionals. We, when we talk on the show, we talk when we speak from our experience and our research. And so if you hear something and you want to try something and it's like, mm, you know, and it might go against doctors' orders, we just always encourage you to be in communication with your primary care physician. Because we don't want to be liable for something like super freaky, so you know. <laughs> but we want you to have fun. And that's what it is. We want you to have fun and we want you to be safe. So we always advise that. And then also this is an adult show. Yes. So this is a time for you grown ups. This is a grown folk type of conversation. And so it is time for, you know, for you To um, you know, to set aside some time for yourself, you and your beloved, or if you're by yourself, and you know, tune in and chime in to let's talk love, sex, nutrition. This is also an interactive show as well. So at the end, towards the end, we do um, allow, or we would like for you to you know chime in with your comments or questions. Other than that, did I get everything, Z?
2: Yes, you did, my dear, my beautiful Queen and I thank you so much. And we do uh we we are gonna have a light show tonight, so I don't think anybody is gonna be doing anything risque tonight. Are but for uh, future reference. Um, we always want you to most of all be safe. And we always mm-hmm. say thank you so much for joining us uh on a Friday yes. evening. You could be anywhere doing anything, but you decide to be with us tonight, so we are honored to have your presence thank you, thank you, thank
0: you.
2: Okay, Ronnie. (laughs) Um, I think it's going to be on me because I I am going to be sharing about um, my beautiful book, Jamaica Memoir. We're going to start that off tonight. And after I do my my introduction, we are going to be talking tonight also about uh, long-distance relationships.
3: Yeah. Now, Bonnie,
2: you have said that you have been in a long-distance relationship and you have your uh, take on it. Other people have their take on it. We have some research that we're going to be sharing, and then we are absolutely going to be opening up the lines for others to come in and talk about it. We want to know, you know, do they work? I mean, can you really yeah. have a successful relationship with somebody that you're not in their face every day? You can't mm-hmm. hug and kiss on them, you, you know, you My. can't lay in bed with them at night, um, but can you <laughs> hot and juicy and wonderful and keep the love flowing and growing, so... Um, and we also want to know
1: if they didn't work. You know, share with us that experience,
2: too. You know, if it
1: wasn't your thing, because I know when we, when we um, you know, we're talking about the, the topic tonight and we're like long-distance relationships, I was like, oh, hell no, you
0: know.
1: And I instantly went into that because of my experience with it and uh, or with long-distance relationships. But I am interested to know, you know, um, family, you know, what's your experience were with this and what you know, what did you gain from it? So, we're gonna have a fun show tonight. Well, I am want to sit back and Z, I'm gonna be I just I love the when you talk and you tell stories. So, you have actually been teasing us a little bit with with this.
2: You, you do realize that, right? Has it been a teaser? Are you kidding me? I
0: didn't, yes,
2: I you te- Yeah, yes. it's a little, yes. you no, it us like has,
0: little yeah. snippets
2: <laughs> well, you no. know, to be honest with you, Bonnie, uh, and with mm-hmm. the family, it has taken the most amazing, uh, beautiful people in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say Janine and Khadija, um, my beautiful friends, my support. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have people like that that make you just go and do the dang on thing, that's yes. when you. Mm-hmm. You got people that love and care about you. So I've been kind of hemming and hawing on the book and changing and moving stuff. And, you know, and they just keep saying, Z, just get the book out. So, you know, I I have had reservations because it is a memoir. It's talking about my right. life, you know, right. parts of my life. Right. I
3: can't
2: say my whole life. But, you know, I bring up some things uh, in the book that are uncomfortable. Uh, I did a lot of things in my earlier years that, um, you know, I went through some challenges, you know, drug addiction, you know, substance abuse, and mm-hmm. and, and you know, I had, you know, um, spousal abuse, and, you know, so things mm-hmm. that are not the most comfortable things to talk about and to reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's my experience. So yeah. and to be and so anyway, just to start off, to say uh, to those who are not familiar with my book, um, it is entitled Jamaica: A Memoir of Miracles, Manifestations, Love, and um, the you know the main bulk of the book is centered around Jamaica because I had an amazing and awesome experience uh, that God took me up out of here and place me in Jamaica. That's the only way I could put it because nothing else could have made that experience um, that way. Um, I was sent to Jamaica uh, to live. I lived there for 14 months uh, with my husband, and it was just an amazing experience. And it's the kind of experience that you can't, I don't know about anybody else, but I could not have left this planet without having shared that experience in some way. I may not have had to write a mm-hmm. book about it, but I would have had to do something because you know it's, it just shows the magnificence of God and it just shows the the what's possible because I start right. out, you know, I start out you know talking about. You know, when I was in my early years, and I used to watch Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I don't know, Ronnie. I don't know about you. Uh, you may not remember that with Robert Lee. I do. <laughs> yes, yes Robert Lee. Yes, <laughs> caviar and
1: champagne. or
4: yes,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, caviar kisses. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I
2: know it was something oh, with caviar. Yeah. <laughs> she, yes. So, <laughs> on Sundays, and watch. And, you know, just looking at these beautiful, uh, the islands and the white sandy beaches and the beautiful Caribbean water and big old houses and mansions. And I would sit there and say, that's I want to live on an island. I want to live on an island. And I really kept that in my consciousness. Um, and, you know, 40-some years later, I was living it. You know, and I you know, I thought, you know, back in those days, I thought, yeah, you had to be a millionaire in order to live like that. Who in the world could go over there and live on an island in the Caribbean without having a whole lot of money? And I carried that thought with me for a long, 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 long time until one day God showed me that I could absolutely live in Jamaica. And we lived in Jamaica on $773 a month. Hmm. So, and lived lived amazingly, (laughs) and lived Mm. amazingly, um, Mm. beautifully. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I -hmm. got to live my dream, and I also wanted to write this memoir for my descendants, my grandchildren, my Mm great-grandchildren, and all those who would come after, because, you know, one thing, you know, I remember my grandma, mm. and you know, I, I don't have really, a really vivid memory of a lot of the things about her. Um, but the one, the things that I do remember will be gone with me when I leave, because none of my children had the privilege of being able to, to be with her, you know. And so I thought about that, and I said, you know, wow, my when my when I'm gone, you know, who's going to remember me, or who's going to even talk about me? and my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And so I wanted to have this book as a way for them to reference who Grandma Z was. You know, what did she do in her life? You know, to, you know I don't want them to remember me when I'm this age, you know what I mean? And and uh, I want them to remember. I want them right. to see that I had an amazing life. You know, yes, mm-hmm. I, went through,
0: I went through
2: some struggles. And to show them that you can get through those challenging times, hard times, times when you think that you're not going to be able to make it, and by the grace of God, yes. through prayer and persistence and support, you can get and you can do anything and be anything and go anywhere your beautiful heart desires. So my vision is that this book will be on the bookshelves of all of my descendants, and they will say, I want you to know who your grandma was. So that was one of my main wow. Well, let me just
1: say this, V, that, I mean, this is just, I mean, to hear your story and the way that you, you know, you have chosen to share your story, this is beautiful, and I think, and I'm so blessed that, you know, that you're sharing a piece of you with us this evening um, as well, and, I mean, you've inspired me, I've journaled throughout my life and so, you know, I have chronicled, you know, of different things and events and things like that. And then, you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, from what you said is to have this book on every bookshelf of your descendants, of your loved ones, wow. That that's amazing. Like that is um you know, an amazing way to leave your legacy, is share your legacy. Thank you.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Bonnie. And Um, And, and of course, I wanted to be on the bookshelves of millions of people all over the world as well. You know, one of of my other inspirations is that when I was in Jamaica, um, oh, my God, I met the most amazing and wonderful people. I had awesome experiences. Mm. I went through all parts of Jamaica. I was up in Maroon with the Maroon people up in Maroon Town. And I visited Nanny Falls and and went to see the, the, the grave of of Granny Manny, who defeated the British. I mean, you know, I I got oh, to sit wow. with um, uh, um, uh, the beautiful teacher, I forget his name, Colonel Harris, who sat there and mm-hmm. told me about the, the legacy of Granny Manny. And, you know, this beautiful soul just took his time. He explained everything that happened. And I was, you know, at that particular time, um, one of our intentions was to also create Uh, a video um, experience of everything that we did, the people that we met. And um, so we did videotape a lot of it, Um, long story about what happened with all that. But anyway, um, but I just had the most amazing experiences. And so I, I said, my goodness, there were people that I know that actually live in Jamaica, have lived there all their life and have never been up to Maroon Town they've never met the maroon descendants. They've never had that experience. Um, Bath Fountain was an, um, another amazing experience. There's a there's a beautiful mm-hmm. spring uh, up in Saint Thomas and um the Rasta what a gorgeous Rasta brothers in <laughs> <lost. laughs> Okay, well hold us up. Hold it but, girl, them beautiful roster brothers, you know, they take you, they just take you, take you by the hand, and they guide you across the, the spring, and then they lay you across the rocks, and they put this beautiful mud pack on. You know, that stuff that they spend a whole lot of money in in the stores, or well, they just get it right out the earth, and they, you know, put mm, the beautiful
3: mud mm. pack on
2: you and put it all Ooh, over you. Oh, how luscious
3: is that?
2: Oh, yes. And it is, you know, they and it's so they are gentlemen. They do it with the purpose of healing. Um, mm, I never and I've been
1: so in <laughs> never
2: had an experience where I, they they were in, inappropriate or anything like that. I mean they give you head mm-hmm. to toe. You understand? Head <laughs> to toe massage and they put this amazing pimento oil all over you. And I mean you just are pampered in in the spring. And the and the spring water is hot. I mean it is is scalding hot, you know, I mean not to the point where it burns you or anything, but it just is hot but it's that healing hot and then, and then something absolutely amazing happens. After they, you know, do all that and they wash you and they put you underneath this little makeshift uh, shower and shower it off for you. And then they lead you up to a cool water. Now, what in the world, how could you be standing in hot water and then the next step Ooh. over... Cool oh, water. Only God could do something like oh, that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So I mean, these were experiences that I had to share, mm. and I wanted mm. to share because, again, people that live in Jamaica have never been mm. to that fountain. People that are born Jamaicans all over the world, or you know, they. I wanted them to read about these things in their that's in their motherland so that hopefully they would get the inspiration to come on over, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and sure. to experience these things. Um, and, yeah. and, and I wanted to open up the door for many people to want to come and uh, experience Jamaica and really get to see the beauty of Jamaica. Because a lot of times people go to Jamaica and they look at, the, you know, the um, you know the the big resorts and all that stuff, and that's right, all fine. Right, our, our our vision was to create something called the real Jamaica.
0: So mm-hmm. I talk,
2: excuse me, I do talk a bit about some of those adventures uh, in my book. But um I know time is moving so I am actually going to read a little excerpt from the beginning of the okay. book. We'll kinda give you uh, family an idea of um how the book starts off and uh and I'll just read a little bit and then we'll Maybe we'll open up the lines and, and see if anybody has any questions to go deeper into this. So, okay, <clears throat> Chapter 1, Kiss My Dream Goodbye. I found myself that Wednesday morning with a knapsack, one pair of shorts, a T-shirt, toothbrush, and my live wire CD. I cried as I walked down the mountain and away from my beloved retreat center, and the man I loved. Hurt, beaten, bitter, and angry, I wondered why God had forsaken me. It was hot that day. Like a river, tears ran down my face. I could see the questioning faces of our neighbors through my tear-filled eyes. I felt abandoned, alone, and desperate for answers. Why? Why did this happen Why did we come to live in paradise just to end up hating and hurting each other? Why did I have to leave my retreat center, my dream place? Why, why, why? I kept walking for what seemed like forever as I cursed and blamed and kept the monkey in my mind happy that I was allowing its madness to control me. Then I remembered the words of Brother Mackey Conscious. There is good and bad. Look for the good in everything. Look for the good in everything? You mean I had to see something good in this? It felt like I was kissing my dream goodbye, a dream that began way back in the 80s when I fell in love with the TV show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Sunday mornings I was glued to the TV watching Robin Leach travel to faraway, fascinating places, Some of those places were the beautiful islands of the Caribbean. These mental escapes got me through my growing up years, fantasies of living on an island with palm trees and white sandy beaches. I loved watching Lifestyles. I was absolutely fascinated by what money could buy and how people who made it lived so lavishly in lovely mansions and traveled the world and cruised the oceans in their expansive yachts and enjoyed life. I was in awe of the beauty of the Caribbean Sea and the white sandy beaches. I began to dream what it would be like to live on a tropical island. I hoped one day my dream would come true. At this writing, I now live in Jamaica. My dream came true. But now, what will happen to my dream? My beautiful paradise seemed to be fading away as I slowly descended the hill, not knowing where i would go i was alone no home no husband no retreat center we sat oh, i'm sorry Jumping all over. shortly after reaching the bottom of the hill a taxi pulled up and i climbed in thank god i was the only passenger the taxi ride into the town was just what i needed sitting by the window feeling the breeze caressing my face. It was like the universe was sending me a touch of love. And boy, did I need that touch. I didn't know where I was going, nor, could I reach, or nor who I could reach out to for help. I needed a place to stay. A chill ran through me as more tears streamed down my face faster than I could wipe away. I thought back to what had just happened between Tony and me, And why he had put me out of my home, my retreat center, my dream.
0: So
2: that is is, uh, the part of chapter number one. um, And and just to say, I forgot to mention that Tony uh, was my husband at the time. So I... Mm starts out like that. And um so I'm not gonna tell the mm. whole story, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be, you know, I want everybody to read uh. the book and find out all that happened <laughs> in in the in between of that. But um Oh no, Yes Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that was enough to, <laughs> let, to, to want to know more and um uh-huh. I do I am so appreciative <laughs> of the opportunity mm. to share uh, my book tonight, to introduce it to my beautiful family here at Let's Talk Love, Sex and Nutrition. Uh, I appreciate mm. all that have come to to hear this tonight and also to just be a part of the show. And um, if we have a couple minutes to open up the line, if people want to ask any questions or anything before we go into our next segment, Um you can press
1: the number one. Uh, let me uh, let me just say this. Oh, yes. uh, go ahead, go ahead, sis. <laughs> That <laughs> I mean, I give thanks for the courage that it took for you to read that, um, and also to again to share that. I mean, you know, for for you to recall that experience and for it to be such a moving experience for you to write about it and and um and to share and reflect on it and, and like I said to have the courage to, to open up um that vulnerability to us the I wanna say, you know, wow. <laughs> and um I, I look forward to, to reading and learning about you um, more and and um and being more intimate with you, you know, this the show we have people on the show and we interview them and we ask them questions, and you know we and we can you know ask some pretty intimate questions and then get. But the fact that you know we are doing that ourselves on the show you just, it just says a lot that you know we are using our experience and you are using your experience for the share so that we can get something out of it and so that we can be inspired. And let me just say this, is that when we met, because we shared with the listeners that are familiar with the show, and for those that aren't um, familiar with how Z and I met, we met in the Landmark Education Forum. And, Z, when you got up and you shared with the group about your experience in Jamaica and how you did retreats, You know, and I share my experience. We talk about how, you know, that was the kind of linked us together. So here we are fast forwarding, you know, years later, and you have your memoir that's coming out, and you're going to share, you know, that experience. I just want to say, sis, I am just so proud of you. just to see how you have evolved and how this has evolved. I mean, your dream, I mean, you said this is your dream from the 80s, but your dream, it it is still going, you know, that retreat center, what you want, that dream of living on an island, and, and like, that's still to come, and it's going to be bigger, it's going to be better, and, you know, I know I'm just rambling and everything now, but I (laughs) I
0: say amen, amen
1: to that. (laughs) Oh Okay, this is the last that you share. So I, we do have some some family that um, want to chime in and share. And I love you, sis. Uh, sorry <laughs> we're getting all mushy on the show, y'all, but <laughs> yeah, I love her, her. her. I love my I really got
2: to put down my face. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you.
0: Thank you so much. Really you team. are I
1: remarkable, you. sis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going we're gonna to bring some family in. Um, call our um, area code 904 Four. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, Peace and Blessings
5: Blessings and peace unto the gods and the goddesses Peace,
1: Kate, oh, oh, how are
5: you? you? Latina, <clears throat> <coughs> oh, just... Anita, Anita, Lana You have lived an exciting, full spectrum of a movie that I would love to see this book transformed into the memoir
0: you
5: mm-hmm. you Your description of your first few pages of your book is an amazing enticement that you can't stop reading the last page without turning it over mm-hmm. and reading the first page again. You are yeah. truly the definition of your life is mm-hmm. a gift from God, and what you have done is a gift back unto the creator, the creator of all that is excellent, beautiful, and whole. Is Zakia for all of your sexiness, all of your ferocity, all of your failures that you call failures, were all the tests that make this testimony worth viewing up close and personal. Out of, for my life transformation, you, Zakia, was extremely instrumental in my becoming better, and this story tells me why. I will never. Ever not to have my grandchildren and great grandchildren not know who the goddess of Jamaica is, is Zakiya, Kamida, Lana.
0: Ooh, I accepted. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, my beautiful brother. I'm, I'm
5: grateful. I'm grateful to to be uh, on the, the first to step forward. Because I just wanted you to know, Vani, she had more than just amazing goddesses to support her. Every time she and I talked, every mm-hmm. week we talked. We didn't let a week go by in the past year and a half. Every week, Taki Lana, and I have connected one way or another. And every moment has been nothing but powerful reinforcement. She has <laughs> taught me what love is. Mmm. Yeah, I love you so much. Thank so you.
0: beautiful. Thank you. And I, I so love
5: just, you so much. Take my tears for mm, anything other than the fact I'm so happy. I'm mm. so happy for you. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Thank I, you so much. I look forward to getting my book, my my case of books, so I can pass amongst the friends that I have. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, yes. I'm mm. so glad you
5: said that. They you are. are awesome. Oh my God, you're, you're, you truly are the most beautiful woman I know.
0: Mm. You
5: lived your dreams and you, you put those on the shelf to make room for the mm. next few, few hundred dreams that you have. Mm. And we are going to watch from the most comfortable spectator seats available. Mm. This is definitely mm-hmm. the box piece of your life. Yes. And I stand to you there with every moment, the loudest applause I might be leading the, the avalanche of applause that coming your way, but I am a part of that. Year. I love mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I'm so grateful to be your brother. Mm. I love you. Uh,
2: grateful. I am so thankful. Thank you so much, Amir. I love you so much. I appreciate you.
6: Oh, my God.
2: Thank you, God. So there. Yeah, I'm
6: here.
2: Girl, girl,
6: girl. You is not giving us enough about this book. I'm telling you. We're no <laughs> having a book line You're not going to give us some more about the book. So I'm going to read this little part right here. Just in case you don't know who I am, I'm Janine in- Ingram. <laughs> and let me just tell y'all, these two beautiful ladies right here, they awesome. Mm-hmm. On Chapter 12, so let me just tell you about this book. This book goes through her whole process of how she ends up. To be this beautiful woman she is today. So I'm going to read this part. This is when she finds herself on the floor. And it's just so well written -written. that you could just see her on the floor. And this is when she overdosed. She thinks on these drugs, right? She said, I was sprawled out on the bathroom floor when I heard the voice say, I am here. She said, The dope had just been pushed into my Mm -hmm. veins, giving me an oozy. Ooh, warm feeling as the heroin coursed through my body. Then my (laughs) body went numb. I could hear myself screaming inside, what are you doing? Why are you shooting this? S-H-I-T. It's killing you. Tears running down my face like a waterfall, but I was numb, and suddenly all the thoughts in my head were alive, and even though they were faint, I felt myself fading away, and I could hear Mikey yelling in the distance, Z! Z, you all right? Wake up! Wake up! Oh, S-H-I-T. I knew something was wrong. I had taken too much. Usually I mix this cocaine with him, but this time I went straight up, no coke. I should have known better. Oh, God, help me. Don't let me die, I cried. And the last words I remember hearing from within me was, I am here.
5: The thing
6: mm. I remember was being outside in a bitter cold and Mikey's strong arm holding me up. He was shaking me and screaming, be Wake up, Debbie, wake up. And I overdosed that night. It was scary, but it didn't stop me from losing again. Mm. I continued the madness until one night when I looked at myself in the mirror and had no idea who the person was looking back at me. My life was clearly completely unmanageable. I was sick and tired, and I was tired, and I was sick and tired, and I screamed at God, help me or let me die. I can't take this anymore, and I want my life back. or I want to die. And my prayers was answered again. I made the call that I should have made long ago, scared and trembling. I dialed the number to first call for help. They gave me several numbers to call and finally got the answer I was looking for. Yes, we have space. How soon can we get here? From that day when you went into the Changing Point Treatment Center, can you tell us how that Changing Point Treatment Center changed your life?
2: My goodness. <laughs> well first of all, Janine, thank you so much for uh, that beautiful expression of reading that. Um wow. Mm-hmm. That that was amazing. Mm. Changing point. Um Changing Point was is, a beautiful retreat center. It says I mean Changing Point treatment center. Treatment center, yes. And here in the state of Maryland and it's and it's no longer here. So I was blessed. To, uh, to be a part of that experience. But uh, first of all, the, the beauty of Changing Point was one of the things that was just captivating to me because it was set on this big acreage of land. Uh, you could look out and see horses grazing in the grass in the distance. It had beautiful sunrises around it. And I was in a place with so amazing souls. It was just it was just a com. It was a comfortable place. It was a place that you know we felt like family. It was about thirty people th- walking, thirty people together, and we became such a family. I learned about what addiction was. I learned about the reasons why I had um, taken ch- chosen this road uh, in my life. A lot of the things that had happened when I was growing up and why I chose to. Be and how it had consumed me, and um and it did change my life in so many ways. I will not say that I stopped using because I didn't that thirty days did not do it for me, but it but it did waken it did awaken me to learn more about what this uh experience is all about, and not go as deeply back into. It, you know, it's like a part of you can change when, when you have an addiction experience or problem or challenge. Um, parts of you have to be broken away. Um, so it's not, it's, it's not always. I mean, for some people, it works that you know you go in and then all of a sudden, bam, you clean and sober for the rest of your life. It's not like that with everyone, and it wasn't like that for me. Thirty days did not do that for me, but it did wake me up to the point of knowing that, hey, if you keep doing this, and you keep doing it like this, you ain't going to be here anymore. And um, right. so that that definitely, um, it just chipped away and chipped away at some of those things. And, um, you know, if I had done the things that they had told me to do, if I had stayed, went to the meetings, Every day, if I had pursued it like, you know, you pursue something that you want, like I pursue wanting to go to Jamaica, if I had pursued it like that, um, I probably would have stayed clean and sober. But I didn't. uh, I didn't do that. And then, of course, um, they tell you to change people, places, and things. Um, That means you can't go back to old boyfriends they're using. You just can't do that. You know, you can't keep um, being in the same communities and being around the same people. And thinking that, that that you're going to stay clean So um, it was a changing point in my life Again, it did an amazing job in teaching me things And I would just say to anybody who may be uh, going through the experience If you just take the step, just take the step You never know what will happen um, to change your life So okay, thank but you but I got
6: one me. more question Mrs. Yes, Dean. ma'am so you were 19, you were 15 when you met a guy named Leon. Mhm. And it was interesting, I don't know if this is your first boyfriend, but I guess at 15 it might be. And it was interesting, he was an addict. Why do you mm-hmm. think your very first boyfriend, this tall, beautiful, light-skinned, bow-legged guy that you described, mm-hmm. and of all the beautiful, amazing guys in the world, why your first boyfriend happened to be hooked on drugs, drinking, alcohol, all kind of stuff? Why would, why and he was nineteen and you was fifteen. What made you
2: choose him? Well, I, I wish I could say he was my first. Not only what, no, he was not my first boyfriend. Uh, my first real boyfriend was at the age of fourteen, and I say real boyfriend because that's when I gave up the goodies uh, at the age of fourteen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I considered him my first, uh, my first love. Um, oh, why did I choose Leon? You know, back in those days. I was all about tall, good-looking, light-skinned guys, and if they were paying attention to me, hey, it was, you know, that's what I wanted. Um, I I always wanted boys in my life. I mean, I always had a desire for boyfriends, and I had a bunch of guys, you know, in my neighborhood that was always, you know, trying to get with me, and, you know, we would sneak around the corner and kiss and get some feels and stuff at a very early age. So, um, you know, and and the interesting thing about Leon was um, the first time I brought him home, my dad knew him. My daddy somehow or another worked at this uh, recreation center, and he had seen him there, and he had an absolute fit about me seeing him first of all he was too old he's a and he's a a dopey he said he's a dopey and i you know that was one of the biggest fallouts between me and my father and um you know i was screaming and howling you're not going to stop me from seeing him and you know it was just a big 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 thing um, the, the other side, the other part of that was he was from the east side. You know, I was from the west side, and I always wanted to know what the east side guys were like. And I really got to know what the east side guys were like. Uh, <laughs> um, I had had boyfriends on the west side, but I'd never gone through the experiences like I did with Leon. So, so did you start
6: using
2: drugs with him? No, I didn't. As a matter of fact, um, when I found out about Lee, when I one night I came in, and I do tell this part of the story in the book. I came into the bathroom and I saw him shooting up. I mean, you know, I saw the stuff out there laying on, you know, I had a fit in my mother's house. Oh, my God. I really did not even know what that stuff was, but I knew I saw a needle and I knew I saw this little stuff in there. And I I cursed him out, told him to get the fuck out of my house and, you know, I didn't want anything to do with him anymore. And he begged, and he cried, and, oh, baby, I'm sorry, And um and, you know, he said, I love you. And that was enough for me to keep him in my life. Yeah. Okay, so you
6: tell the story in here, but you say you got pregnant by him, and your mother and father arranged the abortion for you. But then you get yeah. pregnant by a Muslim Islamic faith guy who was a lieutenant, and his name was Ricky. Yep. And then he didn't want you to have the baby because he didn't want to be ostracized in the community. Then he ends up talking you into having this abortion, and then he leaves you. Let's talk mm. about that.
2: Mm. Oh, Lord, to me. Do you
6: think that would lead you down the road of
2: your path of drugs? Oh, no, because. Um, well, I, I, okay, so let, so let me just say about the drug thing. From from you early.
6: about the drug thing? It's just interesting.
2: Your know, two early relationships,
6: how you how abusive and how the patterns that you have in in what you choose
2: in men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I didn't I never chose I chose I didn't choose good guys. You know, I always chose the bad boys. You know, and I know that they they have this thing about you know women and bad boys, but. I always chose the bad boys, and um, my first my, my first boyfriend was a really good guy, though he really was a really nice guy. But the rest of them were just, you know. Um, so you know, when I when I got pregnant with Leon, uh, I wanted this baby. I mean, this was going to be the one thing that would love me, and nobody else would love me like that was this baby. And so I was devastated when uh, when my parents um, arranged for this abortion. And I ended up in a mental institution for three months behind that. I was so depressed. I really I tried to kill myself, made an attempt and so that's just my nose. But um and then when I got pregnant the second time, uh, I loved this man, you know, with all my heart. I really oh my god, he's wow. Uh, it took me many years to get over Ricky but um I wanted I wanted his child. I, I thought we were going to have this life together. We had talked about it. You know, we had lived together for a certain period of time. And I don't, you know, it was a month after I had this abortion uh, that I did not want that he pulled up in front of my door and said, hey, had met someone else. And I really believe, uh, and I still do to this day, that he was probably already seeing this girl because he was in school and, that's where he ended up meeting her, and that's probably why he didn't want me to have the baby. But he never said that. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess you could probably say those experiences led up to, although, you know, like I said, I was getting ready to say that, you know, I'd always smoked marijuana, I'd dropped acid and, you know, done uppers and downers, so it wasn't that I was not a friend to drugs. Um, but I had just never done heroin and cocaine and, you know, anything like that. I'm just kind of progressed Uh, Into that uh, Experience Um, Then of course you know I got married And I went through another Abusive situation and And then it ended up back with When you were talking about Mikey Uh, Mikey and I had dated When I was in high school just you know Around my graduation time And I had no idea That Mikey was a user I had no idea Mikey was using um, Drugs he kept that from me He never had that in my face at all. We used to smoke, you know, we used to smoke pot together, but he kept that. So um, I found so out your
6: mother and father got a divorce when you was fourteen or fifteen. When you snuck the alcohol, is that your first <laughs> downspire, or do you you think that was, you know, some kind of loss inside you that made you start feeling like these things can make me feel better? I mean, what made you think that alcohol yeah. would be?
2: Well, I never liked the taste of alcohol, to be honest with you, but it was easy to get. You know, um, Daddy always kept um, some Johnny Walker Red right around the house for holidays, and that was the only time I was able to get into it. Other than that, the only time my father, ever drank, he drank beer, uh, which you could never get into his beer, and I didn't even like the taste of alcohol. I just didn't. Um, like I said, I was more into the acid, um, the, the beauties, the, the black beauties, you know, the up, you know, I wanted to be up, I wanted to be up, I wanted to feel good, you know, and so, um, you know, masculine and, you know, all the things that would keep me up. So I just think that part of it was that escape from reality to me. You know, I, I, I don't know, and I can't really honestly say that there was anything really deep going on in my family. I mean, we had a really good family Uh, life, you know, daddy was here, mom was here, my brothers. wasn't ever in a fight, it it was a nice little middle class kind of life. So I don't know what what that thing was that was needing to be filled inside of me or maybe I just wanted to numb myself out, but I just wanted to feel good. And the thing that made me feel good was the drugs and the boys, the drugs and the sex. And the drugs and the whoever said I love you today—that's you know that kind of um, you know that was my thing, and I didn't see a lot about myself. I mean, I, I, I felt like you know I was an intelligent you know girl. I got good grades in school. I wasn't you know popular, popular, but um, you know I had a lot of friends and stuff. So I don't really know. I I I still have a hard time. let talk about this again.
6: You know, I thought this was interesting. And this is my last question, and then I'm going to let, you know, I know um, Ronnie said a lot of people want to ask questions. You were molested at four, but you didn't really remember it, but you kind of had visions in your dreams. And you described it to your mom, and your mom was starting to say, so I'm going to read a little bit about this part, and I want you to talk about how did it make you feel when you when she confirmed it. You said, I don't know when I decided that it was okay to accept abuse from a man. Maybe it happened at age four when my uncle molested me. What happened then didn't isn't real clear even now. I think that is another of God's magnificent graces. This kind of reminded me of um uh, our Trista um Carla when she was telling her story when I read this part. Flashback started in my sleep when I was in my 30s. I was on drugs, and I don't know if that played a part or not, but I started getting these disturbing visions, and suddenly I wanted to find out if they were true, and one day I asked my mother if anything had happened to me when I was a little girl. I began to describe the visions I had been having, and the look on her face confirmed it. She asked, how could you remember that? You were only four. I don't know, but maybe it was just time for it to come into my conscious awareness be, and be healed. And the timing was good because I had begun to work on healing myself from the effects of the drug abuse, and I could never understand why I was so bent on medicating and escaping reality. What I learned from my mother was that I told her my uncle had touched me down there. And that telling caused my aunt and uncle to break up, and we ended up in court, and my cousin lost his family because his daddy was not allowed to live with him anymore, was that my fault? Should I cause this? Because I told what happened to me. Pretty much all my life, I felt like I had to make up for something. Let's talk about that.
2: Wow. Okay. So. Mm-mm. So yeah. So I didn't remember anything about uh, that experience until, like you said, it. in like I said, in my thirties, um, I started. You know, I was going for. Uh, I was starting to go to to meetings and, you know, having counseling and things around my substance abuse. And I think the more I talked about some of the things and delved into some of the reasons why I was using, uh, that particular thing started happening in my dreams. And all I could envision was this tongue. It was just a tongue. It wasn't even attached to anyone. It was just a big, huge tongue. And I don't even remember feeling anything, but just seeing this thing. So, of course, you know, um, as I began to understand more about, you know, molestation and so forth like that, because a lot of times in the rooms, people talked about, you know, their experiences with being molested and that's what led to to their drug abuse. And I guess maybe the two of them started coming together for me, and that's when I reached out to my mom and I asked her about that. And um, she was absolutely... Shocked that I could remember that at the age of Four but we know today I mean back In them days we probably didn't but we Know today that those memories come up um, Early Early on Um, And so and we were living in the Same house with my uncle And and you know we went To court mommy um, told me that They went to court and and then he Was taken out of the home so My cousin um, And to this day my cousin does Not know this and but We'll find out. I didn't mention my uncle's name, and you know, I had no desire to uh, to bring him, you know, fully into this experience. Uh, if he ever reads the book, he'll know. Um, but and I'm, and I'm pretty sure my cousin will know too. But um, you know, I guess at some point, I did, you know, think that I was the cause of the, of their family being torn apart. Um, You know, my aunt, and she just recently passed away last year. Um, You know, she kind of went uh, kind of a downward spiral herself. Um, She got into a lot of different things, ended up with a lot of different, you know, men and so forth. And so it turned out not to be a good thing. I don't blame myself now. I realize that that was not my, you know, it was not my fault. But I think at some point in time I was, um, I had that little belief in there that, you know, that I have possibly caused this. So and I don't okay. know if that's you know, I don't know if that's true for for others who, you know, may have gone through that that, you know, I'm I'm sure we do. Uh we do sometimes feel some kind of guilt around it. You know, did I do something wrong? Did I did I make this happen? Did I cause this to happen? So um I do tell the story uh also about how I forgave my uncle and only only God could could do something as wonderful as put the two of us in a Bible class together. I mean, years and years later, um, we ended up in this Bible class together. I signed up for it. I ended up going to this place I'd never been to. And I looked up, and my uncle was there. And um, I approached him during the break, and I looked into his eyes, and I said, I forgive you and uh, we both hugged and we were both crying and um i knew that we were i was complete with that i did not need to hold that anymore i did not need to feel anything other than you know forgiveness and um so when i even when i see him today um and and it, used to, and it didn't always you know it wasn't always that way but when I see him today, I just embrace him and see him as my uncle. I don't even think about all that other stuff. So I know I'm 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 clean and uh and free of any any residue. I guess I'll leave it like that. So, but thank you, uh, Janine, so much uh, for your beautiful readings of my book. Boy, you make my book sell. I mean, you you make my writing sound so wonderful. I appreciate you so much, and I thank you for. Uh, Allowing me to share and for bringing out more of these things. You know, when 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 you are when you're talking, when you bring out these issues, Janine, it really makes me see my book even in a different way
0: Mm -hmm.
2: because I wasn't as focused on this part of my journey as I have been on the Jamaica part. You know, I've been talking so much about the Jamaica part, and I really Mm -hmm. wasn't even thinking about how all of these other experiences. Um, you know, have have led me to, to some of the areas of my life, such as my substance abuse, such as my feelings of low self-worth and low self-esteem and, you know, not feeling good enough. So um, uh, I appreciate you bringing that out, and, and I need to do more work in that area. <laughs> and maybe to bring out something for others, too, as they're reading. Thank you. I love you.
6: I appreciate I love you, you too. All it's right. a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book, y'all. It's a beautiful book. Oh, no. I tell you, these this ladies are doing it. Shit, but... Body, I love you too. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna go back on mute so other people can come in. All right. Oh,
1: God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Oh. So, Z, okay. I was wow.
0: <laughs> so mm. all. all no, no, we had a camp.
1: We <laughs> had a counselor session here tonight. <laughs> yeah, we did. And, and but you know what, sis? I mean, you know, this is. Wow, this is is remarkable. All of this is is going to be in the memoir?
2: Yep, this is all in the book. All of this, this is
1: all in Because when we first started talking, and I just wanted just to reiterate, because it is entitled The Jamaica Memoir, but um, for those that missed the beginning, we have a playback, so you can listen to the beginning when Z read the first excerpt um, out of the book. But this is the... um, your life leading up to it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, like I start
2: that. off with with mm-hmm. the first story, and then I kind of go into yeah. where I started from. You know, as so I talk about
0: right. you know,
2: where I grew up, and you know how I got to. Because I because the entitled the the full title mm-hmm.
0: is Miracles,
2: Manifestations, and Love. So I, I wanted to talk about the miracles of my life. I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about the manifestations, of course, the love experiences that I've had. So yeah.
1: And let me just say, you are, and I can speak for, I know I can speak for some of the others that friends that are that are calling and speaking. But you are a miracle to my life, Z. And I mentioned, like, I look forward to. You know, we talk and we have our conversations, but I, I'm ready to open this book up and and to experience. I mean, Janine, she read. I mean,
0: I I loved
1: uh, the way. Jenny read the book, but you're writing the way that you just were able to just captivate. I mean, and this is your life, and I appreciate and I'm honored that you are sharing it. So, we got some more people that want to time in and join us in on the conversation, and we have a caller, 301 659. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition.
4: Peace, peace. Can y'all hear me?
0: Yes,
2: yes, yes. Can, peace queen, ah, Zakia Amida. <laughs> yes, my beautiful queen. Yes, yes.
4: You have lived quite the amazing life, mm-hmm. and there are things that I didn't know. And we talk every single day, every single day. And yet I hear you sharing even more intimate details of your life. And I just want to say I'm so happy that you are finally, not that you weren't before, but that you are sharing your gift of your experience of your life with us through this
0: valuable
4: and important book because mm-hmm. when you started talking about your addiction and really what you went through, I heard a whole nother book inside of that
0: mm-hmm.
4: on how to help people through getting through addiction, you know, getting, oh, I don't know, what how, however you say it, <laughs> but how to get through that process of getting off the drugs, how to beat the addiction, how to... Get away from it, and I can't wait for you to go back and listen to the replay of this because I really, really just want you to hear the wisdom and the valuable information that you've just shared with us, and you've only shared a little
0: piece. Yeah. So
4: I just want to say thank you so much. I can't wait to get my copy and... I do have one more question to ask about um being in the nation of Islam. I don't know if you go into that in depth in the book, you know, what that experience was like for you because I believe one of the one of the brothers that you uh dated, you guys you guys were in the Nation of Islam together. So, do you talk about that at length in the book or or what?
2: No, I actually do not. Uh I mentioned that we were a part of the Islamic community. Um, but I don't. I don't talk a lot. I mean, I don't talk about it. Um uh but I the, the brother who Ricky who we just finished talking about, um, I met him uh, I met him in a club and um he was the first man I'd ever experienced that was a Muslim. And um I fell in love with him, but then i then my first husband was also a Muslim. I met him in the same mosque, so um yeah, it was that was yeah, so I don't and you know, and that's really interesting uh, that you would ask that question, and I don't know why I didn't talk a little a lot more about that um because that was definitely a very unique experience of my life. I joined the nation in uh nineteen seventy five and wow. you know I wore the garments. And um, I didn't talk about that So hmm. See,
0: you were MGT Oh my yeah. god! No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness So, okay, well
4: Maybe perhaps you'll share more of that In the next book But uh, again, I'm just so happy I'm so proud of you And um, That's it, that's all I have to add Tonight
2: Thank Thanks you so much, I appreciate you. And let me just say uh, to you, my beautiful queen, Khadija, I thank you so much because I want the family to know that um, when you came into my life, uh, Reverend Valerie Love brought us together as accountability mm-hmm. partners, and you have definitely been that for me. You have walked me through this book. You have helped me create the websites. You have helped me upload my book on the CreateSpace. You have told me, don't you change Never another- in a book. In a book. <laughs> Please do that. you have just loved me through it all, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And, it's an honor and pleasure. And I just want to also say, and I know we got to, we have other people waiting, but I also want to say I am proud of you for paving the way by getting your first book out, so that you could be an example to me that says. If Khadija can do it, you can do it, Z. Let's go ahead and do the dang on thing. So, congratulations yes. to you and the Unwelcome Committee. And, uh, people, please, if you haven't gotten your copy of the unwelcome, unwelcome Committee, go to Khadija Ali on Facebook and order your copy. All right. <laughs> <I love> you. <laughs> Thank you, Queen. Thank blessing. you. Blessings. Blessings.
0: Oh. All right, Ronnie. Oh, man.
2: <laughs>
1: How are you feeling sis I'm
2: good I'm good yeah. I
1: know we oh. may
2: have a couple other people And then um,
1: boy We're oh, yeah. already
2: yeah, already got well, we are,
1: yeah We're going to have to talk about Long distance
2: relationships uh, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I another time I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he was going
0: to
2: uh,
1: pick up
0: those
1: uh, Okay um, We want to bring in callers Um yeah, nine one
6: seven eight five three. Congratulations, Reverend Z. This is Minister Joanne Meekins from Queens, New York. And oh, I, am, God <laughs> God. I am commending you for your transparency and telling your truth out loud, for your persistence in staying the course to get it done and ready for publication, and for your courage in sharing it with the world. Sister, sure. you certainly don't look like what you've been through. Your name is Victory. I am so proud of you. And sure. all I want to know is where and when can I buy my copy because I am excited to see and read the finished product.
2: Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Well, first of all, Minister Joanne, Woo! Let me just tell you, family, Minister Joanne is, was my second editor Um, She was the second person to really take a look at my book and start, you know, going through some stuff. And I had a whole bunch of stuff in there. She she said, you got to take this out, this, 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 and this. And um, But you gave me so much encouragement uh, to even continue to pursue um, the book and to find, you know, value in it. So I just want to say thank you so much. And even though I didn't... um, Follow through with it at the time that you and I were working together Because I got discouraged in, in about a lot of things I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not going to do this, this you know, Nobody wants to know about this stuff I went through that whole big thing um, But I want you to know that you are tremendous uh, support And one of the reasons why I am at the point that I am now So thank you so much, Minister Joanne, for your love and encouragement um, the book is able to be purchased at Jamaica a Memoir. If you go on uh you can pre-order your book. There's a link to PayPal, and you can pre-order the book. Um, I am uploading the final uh, proof. <clears throat> I'm expecting the final proof, so I'm um, knowing that the book will be ready for um, distribution in December. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, just a few more weeks and we'll be able to go ahead and send you your copy.
0: All right. so if you want to
2: pre order it, you can do it then, or if you want to wait until the official uh, launch, which I will be announcing, it'll be up on Facebook or I can send you a specific message.
6: Okay, I love it. I love it. Well, let me ask you what would you prefer, me to pre order or to
2: wait? <laughs> So yep, well I go ahead and wait. you can go ahead and wait i'll I'll put you down as uh one of my waitees, and okay. um when everything is ready to to be launched and uh, official, then I will definitely make sure that you get your copy amen and how much are you selling the book for fourteen ninety
6: five all right, all right, congratulations again, my sister. I love you, and everything is in
2: divine timing. everything is in divine timing, and may I also say to you, my beautiful queen. Um, that um, you are doing an amazing job with all the people that you're working with and helping them get their books out. I know you were uh, with Carla, getting her book out. You've helped so many of us. I purchased your uh, book about CreateSpace. It was so helpful to me. I mean, you, you took you step by step by step on how to get your book published through CreateSpace. So I just want to say thank you too for adding that um enormous tool uh to help me out during this process. So thank you, Minister Joanne. Continue blessings to you and all that you're doing to help. New authors. God bless thank you. you. You're welcome. Bye bye.
1: Peace and love. All right, righty. We have um another caller that's on the line. We're gonna bring you in to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, area code seven seven three eight eight five. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, area code
3: 773 Okay. Hi. Good Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, well,
6: hello. peace and blessings.
3: Hi, Mama the Kia. I just... I just want to. Just, um, this is this uh, is Emancipator Mama Joy just calling and congratulating you, and uh, just want to be online and want to be on
2: the list of congratulations
3: for you. Uh, love you dearly, and I have listened to the entire program tonight, and very 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 uh, enlightened and uh, had no idea about so many things about you and I guess one of the things that I was truly amazed with and never knew I didn't know that you were once practicing al Islam and my um, my thought is that is probably up under Elijah Muhammad if mm-hmm. you uh, Yeah. which uh, uh, is the of the black Muslim and of course I too was a part of that and so um I understand the um the reluctance of of sharing that because it's a real delicate area, but I'm growing into that area. I'm still uh, communicating very close with a lot of my sisters and brothers who are there. But I do want to just say that I congratulate your courage. I congratulate your emancipation. I congratulate your uh, just standing as one who is empowered and has found that place where you willing to grow in peace and comfort in your own skin. It's so very, very important because um, whatever skeletons or whatever the experiences there things are gonna be coming up again and again. But just you made that wonderful step out and I also want to commend those individuals who act as the midwives or supporters of you in delivering your baby. Uh, it seems like um, Minister Joanne, she has been working, and I, I love her dearly, too. She's a uh, a background worker for many of us. And, of course, Lady Love had to call and remind me that she was on tonight, so I want to thank her. So I'm not going to just be laboring. I just want to just be in the line of congratulating people who are congratulating you, be in the line of those who are supporting you and loving you. And, yes, 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 it's is two nights in a row. Last night was... Uh, Nice to pay the color of all, and tonight is your night. Tonight. Hello. Love you, sweetheart. Continue Thanks. growing. Continue Thank growing. Continue, you, Continue shining. You. You're expanding. And there's so many more stories to come. It's endless, okay? So yes. don't worry. we will see a whole library of your books, your story. Mm. That'll be there. It's succeed for eternity. How about that, sweetheart? Amen. say.
2: <laughs> I accept and receive that, and I thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I know as long as you be praying me up and keeping me lifted, that ain't nothing but good going to keep on coming. So thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you. And appreciate
3: I appreciate you and value you very much, okay?
2: you you, beautiful. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, I just want the family to know that all of us, I mean, Mama Joy just mentioned, Carla and uh, um, Minister Joanne, all of these beautiful queens have come from one foundation, and that is the love journey. Uh, Beautiful Janine Ann Ingram, our spiritual leader, our guide, our mentor, um, has uh, kept our love journey experience going, going and she has helped birth us because she has encouraged us to get these books out, get these poems written, get these songs written. She keeps on us and keeps on us about being our greatest and living our God-sized dream. So all of us that are are now birthing our book babies and all the other things that we're doing, we owe so much gratitude to, to Lady Love, Janine Ann Ingram. So I just want to. Continue to say thank you, thank you, thank you To her as well All right I know we have maybe one or two Other callers that haven't gotten in So we want to Make sure we get them in mm-hmm. So beautiful mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I was not expecting yes. all of that. <laughs>
1: You are You are you are an awesome and amazing sister I mean, it's just um, And and your story is awesome and amazing too, Z. And the fact that you know, because we, well, as Khadija mentioned, you know, well, we don't talk every day, but when we talk, you know, we, it's, I'm, I'm just excited to get to know you, you know, and, um, in, in this way, so, um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I love and appreciate you, sis, for, uh, for doing this, and we're gonna, woof, girl, we out. A few more callers. So we're gonna bring in a caller with area code nine one seven four four five. We wanna welcome you to Let's Talk Love, Sex and Nutrition.
7: Good God evening, good God evening. Peace and blessings to my beautiful Jamaican queen. My dad Oh, I love you. <laughs> Thank Yes, you. yes. How are you, my queen, my queen? Peace and blessings to you too, Vani. Uh, I'm loving the show tonight.
0: Peace, uh,
7: always having Always having great topics, but I don't think there's anything that really can top tonight's topic.
8: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, uh, and oh. you're
7: reading, Z Z, your book is so beautiful. And, and, you know, and when you was reading your book, you know, when you open it up, I saw everything that you were saying, you know, Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful. I wish that you would have bring your book out with you reading your book, you know, Mm -hmm. you reading the, and all all I could do is just turn the page and just be on the journey right there at that time because I just felt everything and and it's just so beautiful. Your voice is so beautiful as you was reading your words, you know.
8: Mm -hmm. I mean, tears
7: roll down my eyes as well. I mean, it was just I felt everything. I felt it, and it was just so beautiful. So congratulations to you, you know, for your strength and your courage to come on and give birth to the baby. I mean, this baby, she's been trying to come out for the longest,
8: and you were like, no, go back, go back, no. But <laughs> Look, I've been pushing her back and
0: said, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like hey, one of them orgasms. You don't want the cup. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
2: Thank you. you know, thank you so yes. much. And I appreciate you. You know, and you have said that to me before about um, what I'm reading, and I want you to say that when you said that to me, and it has it has brought into my consciousness the possibility of creating an audio an audio book. So, um, I'm gonna just put that out yes. to the university see what happens with it. Oh, so you have, you'll be yes, please put see it out there. there.
7: <laughs> yeah, audio, yeah. It's great for people like me who struggle who struggle with reading. So that that'd be yeah. great. That'd be great. And your book is is uh is, is also a book of healing as well, you know, with your drug addiction addiction Along with your uh, abuse as well, you know, as a child, you know, there's so much more healing within your book. So much more to it than just Jamaica, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. you, you hit something when you had said when you were talking about your drug addiction from what Janine was reading, and you said that um, you learned. About drug addiction, and I that and I I was like, wow, you didn't know that you was addicted to drugs. So how you did not know that? So that that stuck out for me. So how is it that you didn't know that you was addicted to drugs, or is that something that we would cover up? No, I'm not addicted to it. I just enjoy doing what I do.
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. Okay. I mean You don't, know, you know, until you yeah. it really is brought to you face to face. Like, guess what? This is consuming your life. You know, guess what, mm-hmm. you, you're you you doing this more than you're probably eating, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, you're doing this more than you're taking care of your children. You're doing it. So you don't think, you know, in, when you're in the midst of it, about it being an addiction. This is just something I like to do. Sometimes it's something I have to do to get to the next day. Um, you know, I was working in a school, mm-hmm. and I had to go in the bathroom to get my head to come back at my desk to do my work. You know, so it got to the point where um you know, but it was it was something that I needed to do. I wasn't thinking about being addicted, addicted. what the heck is addicted that you know that kind of language uh didn't come to me until I actually got into treatment and and said, "Oh, okay, that's what this is, so yeah, so a lot of times, I think people are misguided into thinking that, oh, this is just something I just like to do every now and then." Uh well, maybe every now- well, if it's just once a month, it's every now and then, but if it's like every day all throughout the day, uh you're consumed with the thought of it your your paycheck goes to it, um you neglect yourself, you neglect your family because you gotta have it, so yeah, that's addiction that means you can't mm. talk about it. Right, because it took me to where
7: I look when I was looking in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself, mm-hmm. and I was I didn't know who I was, you know. And I started bargaining with God, you know, I'm not going to do it no more. Just get me, just bring me back to who I once was. Right. right? So when you when you said that, it stuck with it's you know it stuck out with me, you know. So now it made me think back. Well, did I have an addiction during that time? I'm not for sure. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Uh, and, yes, could you please put me on the list for four of your books, please? I want oh four, 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 four,
0: four. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God. I, I, I got to get my book out now because uh, I, I can write down all these people that want books. Um, certainly, I certainly will, Queen, and I thank you so much for your support. I really do. I'm appreciative. And um, I hope that, we, you know, as you are reading the book, As you're going through it, if there's anything that you are getting through it, please share it. You know, I've got a website um, where you can make comments on it, and I would love, love, love to be able to have people to to share what their thoughts and feelings are. So thank you. I look forward to it. And um, we're going to have a celebration look. We're going to have yes. a Jamaica <laughs> Celebration okay We're going to take our books to Jamaica And we're going to have a big old
0: <laughs> Jamaica
2: launch So you know we got to hang out for that one Miss Jackie So get yourself ready girl Alright alright
7: alright I'm getting ready I'm getting ready I am getting ready. Peace and blessings I love you all Peace love and
2: light love you too. Thank you so much God
0: bless
2: Thank you God This is just too much Oh my goodness I to go to sleep tonight, look, I got to get up and go to work. In the I ain't gonna be able to sleep tonight because
0: all this love that is poured into me tonight is just
1: phenomenal.
0: I'm so mm. grateful. Thank you, God. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes,
1: Miss uh, we we have yeah, just a couple. Yeah, we we have a couple more minutes, and we have one more caller, actually.
0: Okay.
1: To bring okay. In. Um, area code four ten eight zero zero. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition.
8: Good evening, good evening, peace and love, Sam. Hi, Good evening. Oh, my God, so good to hear you. Hi, my beautiful sister. So my name is Brooke, and I had the honor and the privilege of meeting my beautiful sister friend almost 10 years ago and reading her book almost 10 years ago. I had the privilege of supporting her on her journey from way back then. And it is so amazing to hear both you reading tonight and my big sister Janine reading tonight. And I'm like, wow, I forgot about that part. Oh, wow, that sounds so amazing. So (laughs) I can't wait to pick it up and get my copy that I have purchased from you um, in the very near future so that I can read it again and share it and I'm just you know everyone has been pouring out all the love and filling you with so much love and light and I am pouring out all my love upon you and upon the show and I'm just giving thanks not just for your beautiful audiobook that's going to come out as well but I also am seeing you on your national tour doing your book right. readings and, Let's just, yes. claim a nice, let's just claim our tour. Let's go ahead and claim your tour for the Caribbean Islands as well. Let's just yes, see you going yes, from yes. island yes. to island, girl, reading I from your beautiful it. book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am claiming Hello. that for you. So I just love you and I support you. And I just, the mark of success is upon you and upon this book. And, and it's just so amazing to hear how many pieces there are for everyone to grab a, a piece of something. And I can just see. You know, people on various in various stages of their journey, and you know, being able to pull from it what they need to heal and bless them. And I guess just last before I jump off, I also thought it was a beautiful sentiment how you talked about how you wanted to be able to share with your with the descendants in your in your family line and wanting to be able to give back to your grandchildren and your great grandchildren and their children. And that's just so amazing because we don't do that, we don't see that enough, and that is just, it's an amazing thing for our culture to be able to do that, and I can remember just very recently, I had a visit with my, with a big cousin, and I loved her, but I hadn't seen her in 20 years, and she was close to 15 years older than me, and she shared a story with me about my own grandmother that I never knew, because you don't know your grandmother as a woman, really, you know her as grandma, right, or, you know, great-grandma, or whatever, and so, to hear that my grandmother was teaching some of the other women in the family about kegel exercises and doing all these other wonderful things with their bodies (laughs) to keep them healthy and to, you know, to keep their relationships strong was just something amazing to find out. Here I am now at 45 and she's been gone now for several years, but um, I just think that is so beautiful and it is absolutely going to be a gift to your grandchildren and their children and, and generations to come. So again, Just shout out and much love to you and to you, Sister Vonnie as well.
2: Oh, bless your heart. Thank you, Brooke. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Yes, and, you know, and Brooke was, (laughs) I couldn't even believe it's been 10 years. Lord have mercy, this poor baby. (laughs) This poor baby was saying, would you please let me out, Mommy, please? Yes, girl. It's time, the time has come. Yes. was definitely one of my first that I, you know, said, well, could you just take a look at it and just tell me what you think, you know. I was kind of <laughs> in that place. Um, so thank you so much for always being there for me, and every time I've asked you anything to support me in any way, you've always been there. And I look forward to um, giving you a copy in your hands. I mean, I just came yes. here for you to get your copy. Yes. And, um, and <laughs> Now, and and Brooke is a prolific writer herself she's an amazing oh, writer she has she does amazing light worker uh work she has light worker t shirts so um she's um, she does beautiful things in the community to help people especially uh with her heart around people with um, about homelessness and and not getting uh food to eat so um I just wanna bless you as you continue your light working. Uh, experiences to help people, and when you're writings, your blogs, and stuff, they touch lives too. So I want to continue to support you and and making sure that you get your name out there, to Miss Brooke, because I see a book coming from you. So I'm so All right. Well,
8: thank you so much, my sister. We will continue to support each other. Yes, indeed, and I so love you so. and love to you tonight. Love you. Okay. Bye, bye.
2: Peace and love. Peace and love. Bye. We have so many beautiful, talented, <laughs> amazing uh, sisters and brothers on this know, on in our community. I'm telling you, I just mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much. You know what? I think we are at the top of the hour, Vonnie We are already at nine o'clock, and um,
0: yeah,
2: this has just been more than I could have asked or imagined tonight. I am so grateful for all the support. All the love, all the encouragement. I yeah, I just don't I you have just all filled me to overflowing. Mm-hmm. And you know, we I just you know, I'm looking forward to when everybody has read the book and you come back and you talk about what your best part was and we get into more discussions, <laughs> and and then there's gonna be book clubs all over you yes, know <laughs> Yes. I was yes, I am definitely
1: you know, that's where my head is at is book clubs. <laughs> And like Buck yeah. was saying, the tour, the Caribbean tour, the global tour. I mean this this is this is chilling work here. This is this is beautiful. Um and and the journey continues too. So the we uh, the
2: retreats, 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 more and more retreats. Because I want people to get up to Jamaica, man. We gotta get to Jamaica. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lonnie, uh yes. you have been a gracious and wonderful host tonight. Thank you so much for your support, and, you know, I can't wait for you to sit down and read your copy, and, you know, we'll have lots more discussions. Um, Family, I do apologize that we did not get to our topic tonight. uh, Oh, uh, I think they'll um, be okay about that. I think think they'll let us slide. (laughs) Yeah, I think they'll let us slide. We will pick up uh, on that one uh, on um, our next uh, Friday to come. I think we have five Fridays this month. So yes, we um, do.
0: Mm-hmm. it'll be
2: on the mm-hmm. 30th, I believe. And we will come back with that topic. You know, look, Janine said to me, I'm going to tell you, um, she said, you just couldn't give yourself the whole time, could you? Because when I posted <laughs> it, I said, with an intro, because she, she, she told me, you, you need to put it out there. You just couldn't give yourself the whole time. Well, right? <laughs> Janine and Ingram.
1: I took up the whole time <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, And, and so <laughs> I had a I had a feeling that that was, you know, we were going to take us and we could have more time too, but um we are gonna anticipate that book and kind I of, so again, when is the the date, Z? Um Oh for so when, so when
2: the book comes out? I'm looking yeah, at so the, the 16, book comes out. Yeah, I'm looking at the yeah, Okay, 16th. Of okay. December we'll come back on uh here okay. and um and we'll do uh I'll let everybody know that they can uh pick up their copy. Um uh,
1: right.
2: uh, uh, get it sent to them. So
1: Okay, yes, and you did mention um night. that folks can get pre sale, they can get yep. the yep. they can pre order. So you can
2: get share that information uh, again. Yep. You can get that at Jamaica jamaicamemoir, J-A-M-A-I-C-A-M-E-M-O-I-R.com, jamaicamemoir.com. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a button that you can press the PayPal link, and you can order a pre-copy so that when the book is complete, then you will have your copy sent to you. Uh, if you want to wait until the 16th of December, uh, you'll be coming back on here on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and mm-hmm. um, we'll, you know, let you know that your book is on your way. Your book is on your way. Your <laughs> book is on your way. Uh, in the meantime, you yes. could also go to um, my Facebook page, Author Zakia Amida, Author Zakia Amida, and if you want to put in the uh, comments, I mean, in the um, in the um, status that you want to order a copy, uh, please go to there. Or you can send a request to jamaicamemoir at gmail.com, jamaicamemoir at gmail.com. And you can say, okay, Z, I'm putting my uh, request in for your book when it's ready. So those are the ways that you can reach me. And thank you so much All once right. again. Bonnie, I love thank you, Queen. You know, you're gonna lead us out with a good song, but listen. I just want to tell you, girl, when Corinne Bailey had to sing uh, Green, uh, "Green Aphrodisiac," I had to, That was so beautiful because you know what? It made me
3: feel
2: mm-hmm. like it made me feel life like life I was sitting on the island. Right
3: yes, on the- girl.
2: Hello. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> And oh, really mm. the vibe of some of some green aphrodisiac, if you understand oh, what I'm gosh. saying.
1: <laughs> I understand.
2: Come on, we now. are there. <laughs> I'm claiming that. <laughs> so Sweet, I to say I love you all. Peace and blessings and Vonnie, mm-hmm. we will um see you the next time we get together and lead us out, Queen. Peace and love.
1: All right, all right. And love and light to the family. We will see you, or we will hear from you in a couple weeks on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. But you can also, if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on Love, Sex, and Nutrition. But just to let you know, look out. We will be um, adding a page specific for the radio show. So we're going to have a Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition page Coming soon So stay tuned for that So again, peace and love, family Thank you for joining us on this Friday evening We're um, going to go out with some Jose James Some Heaven on the Ground Mm